Radio Pulpit, 657 AM. Just three minutes after the hour three, a great welcome to The Morning Delight on Radio Pulpit, 657 AM. My name is Rafila and I'm with you every Sunday morning between 3 and 5 AM. Radio Pulpit is on MOF 657AM, also on DSTV channel audio 882. You can also catch us on www.radiopulpit.co.za. Excited, excited, so excited to be here. I'm excited, I'm excited, over the moon excited. Yes, let's just continue with it. The song that I opened with was Praise the Lord by the City Havenick. And as we look forward to what's going to be happening today, and yeah, I'll be actually sharing more about what we'll be doing on today's show. Our family is just getting bigger and bigger. Welcome to 657 AM. Of course, this is still the morning delight. I'm Rafila. If you just joined us, welcome. And for those who are always in touch with us, always, you know, fellowshipping with us, a great shout out to you, family. We are all one family. So I just like to acknowledge all of you for always being consistent you know our time you know we're here on Sundays your consistency means a lot to me because it assures that I'm also consistent getting your messages getting your love just makes me want to be consistent with you all the time you can communicate with us also on social media we are available on um, Radio Pulpit on Facebook we're also available on um Twitter and Instagram as Radio Pulpit. You can also engage with us on our WhatsApp and Telegram. The numbers to dial are 082-657-2729. I'll repeat the number. It's 082-657-2729. Send your messages, send your prayer requests, send your testimonies. We'd like to hear from you. We, yeah, we'd like to hear from you and we're excited. What would you like us to talk about more as well? What is it that, you know, that has touched your heart? What is it that God has spoken, you know, to you with after listening to, to a certain show or a certain song while tuning into Radio Pulpit? Those are the kind of messages that we hear as a presenters would love to hear from you. You know, as a family, we all helping each other, all building each other up because we have one kingdom and we serve the same God. Moving on, we're going to be focusing on the book of Acts. Remember last week we were speaking on the book of Acts and um, we were reading from chapter 21 and the book of Acts 21 and the uh, the last two verses, verse fifty, verse thirty nine and forty, uh, said that no. Uh, Paul replied, "I'm a Jew from uh, Tarsus in Cilicia, and which is an important city. Please let me speak to these people." Then the commander agreed to. Uh, so Paul stood on the stairs and motioned to the people to be quiet. Soon a deep silence enveloped the crowd. Uh, the crowd, and he addressed them in their own language, Aramaic. So he addressed them right. So moving on. Verse 22 actually speaks of how, uh, what happened during that addressing, what he said to them and, and all that. So that is what I want us to focus on right now. Let's listen to what Paul said to them and also how it ended. You know, when there's a mob, it's not easy to actually address a mob because the emotions, other people are there. They don't even know why they are there. Other people just joined in. Other people actually knew. Other people have different motives. You know, other people are just angry because of Paul. Some people don't even like Paul. Some people are for Paul, but because it's a, it's a, it's a mob. Mob, they're thinking, you know what? Uh, if they see me here next time when I address an issue, they're gonna have my back. You know, we have we all have different motives, especially when it's about things like this. So, 
Yeah, that's that's just one of the things that was said, right? So I'll be reading using the Living Bible Translation. We are on the book of Acts 22. So that's where we are focusing on today. Uh, not necessarily what we'll be speaking of the whole sh- about the whole show. But it's more of what we're focusing on like now, currently within the, the first hour. So it starts by saying, brothers and esteemed fathers, this is what Paul is saying, right? Paul said, listen to me as I offer my defense. When they heard him speaking in their own language, the silence was even greater. Okay, so the fact that they heard him address them in their own language caught their attention to a point where they literally had no choice but to be quiet. So what this just shows us that, you know, sometimes when you address people with their own language, they get to you know, realize that, you know what, there's so much that's happening and this person, we might actually be attacking our own uh, brother, you know. And the, also the shock that, you know, they thought they knew what they were doing and now if you're addressing them in their own language, what other things have they said that could have caused, that, uh, that they have said that, you know, that you might be able to tell others. You know, all the thing, the confusion that comes, the... You're intrigued even, you know, and you start questioning your motives. You start questioning your thoughts, things that you could have done. You know, you start thinking, oh, am I in trouble, you know? And if you're in trouble, you're thinking, what if what I did is actually going to come back to, you know, to bite me? You know, you start questioning such things. As you question them, let's listen to um, Lungindala saying, No hassles, no frills. It's just sounds full of life on 657 AM. Oh, welcome back. This is still the morning delight on Radio Pulpit AM 657. Just 20 minutes after the hour, 3 o'clock. If you just joined us, welcome. And the song that I played you there was uh, I Worship You by Mary Mary. We all know Mary Mary. Mary Mary is one of the oldest and greatest uh, musical groups. Uh, like these are sisters who have been praising and worshiping God together for a number of years. Grew up listening to them. I remember, I know they have songs like uh, Shekels. It's one of my favorite songs. Like that's that's just a, a song to get me in a praise mood there. That song is, is one of the greatest uh, songs ever. And before that, I played you Lungin Dala with Upake Me. Going straight into going back to the word i know that when i started there i just yeah read a few few verses actually actually read yeah i only read few verses i read like two verses and i stopped when i was about to start with uh, verse three so yeah let's go uh, acts chapter 22 and i'm starting off i'm continuing with um verse three i am a jew born in Tarsus, a city in Cilicia, and I was brought up and educated here in Jerusalem under Gamaliel. At his feet, I learned to follow our Jewish laws and customs very carefully. I became very zealous to honor Zealous, to honor God in everything I did, just as all of you are today. And I persecuted the followers of the way, hounding some to death, binding and delivering both men and women to prison. The high priest and the whole council of leaders can testify that this is so. For I received letters from them to our Jewish brothers in Damascus, authorizing me to bring the Christians from there to Jerusalem in chains to be punished. As I was on the road nearing Damascus, about noon, a very bright light from heaven suddenly shone before me. I fell to the ground and heard a voice saying to me, 
Sal, Sal, why are you persecuting me? Who are you, say, I asked. And he replied, I am Jesus of Nazareth, the one you are persecuting. The people with me saw the light but didn't hear the voice. I said, what shall I do, Lord? And the Lord told me, get up and go into Damascus, and there you will be told all that you are to do. I was blinded by the intense light and had to be led into Damascus by my companions. A man named Ananias lived there, and he was a godly man in his devotion to the law. He was well thought of by all the Jews of Damascus. He came to me and stood beside me and said, Brother Saul, receive your sight, and that very hour I could see him. Then he told me, The God of our ancestors has chosen you to, to know his will and to see the righteous one and hear him speak. You are to take his message everywhere, telling the whole world what you have seen and heard. And now why delay? Get up and be baptized and have your sins washed away, calling on the name of the Lord. One day after I returned to Jerusalem, I was praying in the temple and fell into a trance. I saw a vision of Jesus saying to me, Harry, leave Jerusalem for the people here won't believe you when you give them your testimony about me. But Lord, I argued, they certainly know that I imprisoned and beat those in every synagogue who believed on you. And when your witness Stephen was killed, I was standing there agreeing. I kept the coats they lay aside him as they stoned him. But the Lord said to me, leave Jerusalem for I will send you far away to the Gentiles. The crowd listened until Paul came to the word, to that word. Then one of the voice they shouted, away with such a fellow, kill him, he isn't fit to leave. They yelled, threw off their coats and tossed handfuls of dust into the air. The commander brought Paul inside and ordered him, lashed with whips, to make him confess his crime. He wanted to find out why the crowd had become so furious. As they tied Paul down to lash him, Paul said to the officer standing there, Is it legal for you to whoop a Roman citizen who hasn't even been tried? The officer went to the commander and asked, What are you doing? The man is a Roman citizen. So the commander went over and asked Paul, Tell me, are you a Roman citizen? Yes, I certainly am, Paul replied. I am to the com I am to the commander murdered, and it cost me plenty, but I am a citizen by birth. The soldiers who were about to interrogate Paul quickly withdrew when they heard he was a Roman citizen, and the commander was frightened because he was because he had ordered him bound and whipped. The next day, the commander freed Paul from his chains and ordered the leading priest into session with the Jewish high council. He had Paul brought in and before them to try and find out what the trouble was all about. So this is um, chapter 22 and I'm actually um, intrigued to, I think for us to understand the whole story, let us just also move to chapter uh, 23. I think it will help us, you know, better understand what we are, yeah, what we are talking about, actually. Let's listen to a great song here by Tasha Cops and yeah, we'll be uh, back to just continue with chapter 23. In today's rush world, there is limited time for yourself. Your cell phone, however, is with you all the time. So why not use it? Visit our Radio Pulpit website with your cell phone and restore your soul. There you can find out more about Radio Pulpit. Download the Bible to your cell phone. Read Word for Today. And you can listen to us online. Just visit www.radiopulpit.co.za. Especially developed for your cell phone. Radio Pulpit, your daily companion. It's exactly half past three. 
30 minutes into the show and I'm Rafilia, your lovely host, and I hope you enjoyed that song there by Tasha Cops. Let's just quickly uh, move back into the word. Decided that we should go to the next chapter, uh, 23, so that we can actually um, be able to understand better what the crowd actually has, a pro- like what are their issues actually against uh, Paul. So it says here from verse 1, that gazing intently at the high council, Paul began, Brothers, I have always lived before God in all good conscience. Instantly, Ananias the high priest commanded those close to Paul to slap him on the mouth. But Paul said to him, God will slap you, you whitewashed wall. What kind of judge are you to break the law yourself by ordering me uh, struck like that? Okay, before I can continue, like, did you just hear that? Verse 3, like, like Paul, like Paul didn't compromise for paul to tell a judge this like god will slap you you whitewashed wall what kind of judge are you to break the law yourself by ordering me struck like that yo yo even though like you know as we continue in verse 4 it says those standing near paul said, said to him is that a way to speak to god's high priest um and then uh, verse 5 says, I'm sorry, Paul says, I'm sorry, brothers. I didn't realize he was the high priest. Paul replied, for the scripture says, do not speak evil of anyone who rules over you. Okay, so he even apologized. Yo, like verse 3 literally struck me. Hey, Paul realized that some members of the high council were uh, Sadducees and some were Pharisees. So he shouted, brothers, I'm a Pharisee as were well, all my ancestors. And I'm on trial because my hope is in the resurrection of the dead. This divided the councils, the Pharisees against the uh, Sadducees. For the uh, Sadducees say there is no resurrection or angels or spirits, but the Pharisees believe in all of this. So a great clamor arose. Some of the teachers of religious war who were Pharisees jumped up to uh, argue that Paul was all right. We see nothing wrong with him. They shouted, perhaps a spirit or an angel spoke to him. The shouting grew louder and louder. And the men were tugging at Paul from both sides, pulling him this way and that way. Finally, the commander, fearing what would uh, they would tear him apart, ordered his soldiers to take him away from them and bring him back to the fortress. That night, the Lord appeared to Paul and said, Be encouraged, Paul, just as you have told the people about me in Jerusalem. You must preach the good news in Rome. The next morning, a group of Jews got together and bound themselves with an oath to neither eat nor drink until they had killed Paul. There were more than 40 of them. They went to the leading priest and other leaders and told them what they had done. We have bound ourselves under an oath uh, to neither eat nor drink until we have killed Paul. You and the high council should tell the commander to bring Paul back to the council again, they requested. Pretend you want to examine his case more fully. We will kill him on the way. But Paul's nephew heard of their plan and went to the fortress and told Paul. Paul called of, uh, called one of the officers and said, Take this young man to the commander. He has something important to tell him. So the officer did, explaining, uh, explaining Paul the prisoner called me over and asked me to bring this young man to tell you, uh, to tell you something. The commander took him by the arm, led him aside and asked, what is it you want to tell him? Paul's nephew told him, some Jews are going to ask you to bring Paul before the uh, the Jew, Jewish high council tomorrow, pretending they want to get some more information. But don't do that. There are more than 40 
men hiding along the way, ready to jump him and kill him. They have vowed not to eat or drink until they kill him. They're already expecting you to agree to their request. Don't let a soul know you told me this. The commander warned the young man as he sent him away. Then the commander called two of his officers and ordered, Get 200 soldiers ready to leave for Caesarea at 9 o'clock tonight. Also, take 200 spearmen and 70 horsemen. Provide horses for Paul to ride and get him safely to Governor Felix. Then he wrote this letter to the governor. From Claudius Lassus to His Excellency Governor Felix, greetings. This man was seized by some Jews and they were about to kill him when I arrived with the troops. When I learned that he was a Roman citizen, I removed him to safety. Then I took him to the high council to try to find out what he had done. I soon discovered it was something regarding their religious law. Certainly nothing worthy of imprisonment or death. But what I was informed of but when I was informed of a plot to kill him, I immediately sent him to you. I have told his accusers to bring their charges before you. So that night as ordered the soldier took Paul as far as Antipatris. They returned to the fortress the next morning, while the horsemen took him to Caesarea. When they arrived in Caesarea they presented Paul and the letter to Governor Felix. He read it and then asked Paul what province uh, he was from. Cilicia, Paul answered, I will hear your case myself when your accusers arrive. The governor told him, then the governor ordered him kept in the prison at Herod's headquarters. Okay, so this is this is quite interesting here. I think we're just going to, uh, you know, come back and just, you know, get into you know, uh, everything that has to be unpacked in here. Cause this is this is great. This is just great. This is amazing. It's beyond just yeah. It's just it's beyond just great. Let's take uh, an ad and we'll just be yeah a quick ad, five second ad, I believe, and be back to unpack this. It's difficult to face the overwhelming pressures of life alone. Sometimes we just need someone to talk to, someone to listen to us. And what better way to do that than through a quick and easy WhatsApp text? Whether you're having a hard time coping with school, family issues, being bullied, depression, or anxiety, speak to someone who cares today. Send a WhatsApp message to 064-530-6805 or 074-995-9085. Our I Am Youth Counseling Team, Charles Dudoy and Danny Vambili, are ready to connect with you today. At Radio Pulpit, we love the interaction we have with our listeners on all the social media platforms. It is also our way of giving everyone a voice that can be heard all over the world. Unfortunately, we have been experiencing huge difficulties with WhatsApp for a while now, and we are now forced to find a viable alternative. That alternative is called Telegram. Telegram is an app that works exactly the same as WhatsApp, and it uses the same telephone number as well. All you need to do to be able to chat with your favorite presenter is to download the Telegram app onto your phone and send your message or voice note the same way you always did. We will then be able to receive and answer your message faster and the privacy on this app is much better too. So, whether you have an iPhone or an Android, the app pick is a white paper plane in a blue circle. Please download the Telegram app right away and make life easier for everyone. 
No hassles, no frills. It's just sounds full of life on 657 AM. Still uh, on the book of Acts, we were just speaking there about two, two, uh, two chapters, uh, chapter 22 and chapter 23. And looking at it, we can tell that this story continues all the way, you know, to, to the end. Because we, we see, you know, um, the fact that the these case has still not pleaded as well, of which it will be pleaded in chapter four, and I believe we'll tackle uh, chapter twenty-four next uh, Sunday, along with some of the remaining uh, books that are left. So yes, starting in verse twenty-two, just unpacking it, and yes, and preparing for the next um, the next topic that we're going to be talking about. Preferably, we'll just uh, you know um, engage on it. In the yeah, the second hour, I believe in the second hour we'll be engaging on. So we know that the in verse twenty one, when they they arrest that in in the we know what happened, and then Paul had to address you know the the mob and even address them in their own language, and they were actually shocked, right? And even ended up giving him attention. Moving on to uh, twenty two, we see how they. How when finding out that you know what uh that this man knows their language, they like you know the silence was even greater that they even listened to him, and he spoke of uh being a Jew and where he was born and uh the education and you know and spoke of his like he was literally giving testimony of his life right we see in verse four where he says and i persecuted the followers on the way hunting some to death binding and delivering both men and women to prison and even going as far as saying that the high priest and the whole council of leaders can testify uh the truth of what he's speaking and he starts giving them a background of his journey to damascus and as he's busy you know um explaining his encounter with Christ and, you know, how he was blinded, how Ananias was the person God used to heal him and how, you know, God uh, used him and God told him that he needs to go, like he wanted to speak in Jerusalem, but because of the issue that, because of his background and because everything happened within Jerusalem and people saw what happened, he thought it would be easy for people to relate to him, to understand him. But because Paul, because God literally had, called Paul for the uh for the Gentiles, he was failing to understand. He wanted, you know, something that made sense to him. But now God wanted something bigger. God wanted him to reach, you know, the Gentiles, people who didn't not who did not even know him. Right. So well with all of this, you know, understanding that he, he's like God is literally saying, uh the God of our ancestors, this is verse fourteen, right? Um, this is what he was told by Ananias. The God of our ancestors has chosen you to know his will and see the righteous one and hear him speak. You are to take his message everywhere, telling the whole world what you have seen and heard. So Paul was instructed with a task to tell the whole world about what he has, uh, what he has seen and heard. And Ananias went as far as saying, and now why delay? Get up and be baptized. Have your sins washed away, calling on the name of the Lord. So he speaks of this and tells them about what happened, like that when he came back uh, the day after he returned to Jerusalem, that he actually was praying in the temple and uh, he fell into a trance and he saw of a vision of Jesus you know, speaking to him. 
and Christ was telling him that he has to to leave Jerusalem. And with that, him having to leave Jerusalem was something something quite interesting. And this something I'll be, you know, sharing it with you as we get back from listening to Levas Chovel. You can now buy your favorite programs and series of the past 38 years on eCompanion, Radio Pulpit's own online shop. Revisit programs by beloved presenters like Justice Chungu, Cecile Berger, Esti Geldenais, and Pastor Aaron Jelly. Books and CDs from various authors and artists, as well as Radio Pulpit t-shirts, caps, and other branded products will also be available on eCompanion, your one-stop soul food shop. Visit radiopulpit.co.za and click on shop. T's and C's apply. It's here. Radio Pulpit's new website is live. You can tune in at radiopulpit.co.za and enjoy crystal clear sound with just a click of a button or listen to our podcasts. Discover biblical truths in our daily devotionals and let our stories of hope inspire you. You can download our app on this new look easy to use platform. Find your favorite program, get to know our presenters and so much more at radiopulpit.co.za. Radio Pulpit, your daily companion. Get your daily bread, but also your faith in practice. It's 6, 5, 7 a.m. The sounds of your life. And that was Levos Jovela there with Chesoyabunolo. A great song there it is. As I said that, I will be, you know, um, Back to tell you what happened in the trance. So in the trance, this is what Christ uh, said to him. Leave, Je- leave Jerusalem for the people here won't believe you when you give them your testimony about me. I mean, if I grew up, let's say I grew up in, okay, for instance, I'll speak of my, my background. I grew up in uh, Bolokwani, um, in, uh, in a township called Westenberg, right? Uh, actually, intertwined, I was traveling between uh, Westenbeck and Seychelles. Those are two townships in in Polokwane. Those are the two areas that I actually lived in. You know, I I don't even okay. I think I yeah I lived in both areas. Spent most of my years in both, um, equally so. And now after receiving Christ, after living a life that was uh you know for persecuting people of God, and now all of a sudden I am saved. I. I have encountered Christ and I have to do the task, a huge task. This would be, this would be relevant, right? I would, our people around me would first have to see that ah, this person has changed. And by me telling them, you know, uh, about how great God is, they already know of my background. So they'll believe that now I'm actually against what I did and I'm saying what I did was wrong. They'll believe me, right? Like this is what makes sense to the human mind. But to God, it's a, it's a different story because he says, and when your witness, he's like, um, so this is what um, uh, Paul says here in verse 19. But Lord, I argued, they certainly know that I imprisoned and beat those in every synagogue who believed on you. And when your witness, Stephen, was killed, I was standing there agreeing. I kept the codes that they laid aside as they stoned him. From this, uh, just reminds me of what I usually say when we started with this, uh, with the the book of Acts, that the death of of uh, Stephen was the beginning of the Apostle Paul. And okay, moving along um, to verse twenty one, it says, "But the Lord said to him, Leave Jerusalem, for I will send you far away to the Gentiles.'" 
So this is what God is telling him. Something totally different. Something, you know, outside what was, uh, what he had actually, you know, thought was, was relevant, right? So it says that, but the Lord said to me, leave Jerusalem, for I will send you far away to the Gentiles. This is something that Paul wasn't thinking of. This is far, like literally outside what uh, he was supposed to be, you know, to be doing. What he actually thought of, you know, what actually, this doesn't even make sense to the human mind. Especially thinking, why should I be taking the Gentile, the, the message to the Gentiles? And also him being true, he understands the whole basis of not taking the message to the Gentiles. So this just being so contradictory uh, to him as well, right? And he is the, the twist of it all. Yes, this is what happened. So the crowd listened until Paul came to that word, the word Gentiles. The crowd was giving him all the attention he needed, he required, until he spoke of the word Gentiles. It was after the word Gentiles that they started going crazy. You know, it says that... Uh, the crowd listened until Paul came to that word. Then with one voice they shouted, Away with such a fellow. Kill him. He isn't fit to leave. They yelled, threw off their coats and tossed handfuls of dust into the air. This is, this is a crazy mob. Hey? The commander brought Paul inside and ordered him uh, lashed with whips to make him confess his crime. He wanted to find out why the crowd had become so furious. So this is why the commander had ordered him to be lashed. I'll be back to continue with this after we listen to this great song by Mpo Mbao. This is a great song, family. I hope that you do enjoy it because, yeah, it's it's a great song called Hallelujah Murendeni. Reach your customers in the car, at the office, at home, or wherever they are, night or day. Through advertising with Radio Pulpit, you can reach a large, unique and loyal audience in a most affordable way. With over 500,000 people on our various platforms, from Gauteng to the Cape, you simply cannot go wrong. So advertise today. Contact us on 012-334-1339. Or for advertising packages that we offer, go to www.radiopulpit.co.za. Terms and conditions apply. Give your faith wings. Explore life with 657 AM. 657 AM. Welcome to the second hour of the show. Yes, of course, we are in the second hour. And the song that you listened uh, to there, that was Omega saying Omudimu. And before that, we played Mpombao saying Hallelujah Morindeni. This is, uh, this is a great song. Hey, it's literally a great song i know a couple of artists have it in their albums but this this song is 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 great because we are art to worship him no matter how we look at it or what we think or how we even feel you know worship is not even connected to your feelings at all worship is an internal thing quite so internal that your feelings have to be put aside especially when it comes to god you put your feelings aside imagine if god uh moved on feelings how many of us would have you know, would have been like would would have found would have lost our ways actually, or would have found ourselves living lives that had nothing to do with the will of God and not even pursuing Him. You know, the healing, the jobs she got, the financial breakthrough that came about. So many things came about. God doing things perfectly and in an amazing way. More than anything, Him not moving on feelings, but on His word. So going back into the word, we understand that Paul was a learned um, 
was a learned person, right? Because he knew the law so much that when they started uh, whipping him, right, he's like, um, is it legal for you to whip a Roman citizen who hasn't even been tried? So with that now, the officer went to the commander and asked, what are you doing? This man is a Roman citizen. So they didn't know that he was a Roman citizen when they're busy doing things. Like, he knew the law, hey, they could do certain things, but no one knew the law better than he, like he himself. And so the commander went over and asked Paul, tell me, are you a Roman citizen? Yes, I certainly am. Then Paul um. Paul replied, so the commander mattered because of he's also a citizen and uh, he's like, it cost me plenty, but I am a citizen by birth. So this, the soldiers were about to interrogate Paul quickly. They quickly withdrew when they heard that he was a Roman citizen. So his citizenship actually helped him uh, from the crazy things that were going on, especially with the, with the mob. Right, and he wanted to address the mob, and we look at uh, what was happening here. In in terms of the mob, on verse, uh, rather chapter twenty three, he he's busy speaking to them, and as he he's speaking to them, you know, he's like gazingly intently at the high council. Pon began, brothers, I have always lived before God in all good conscience. And then instantly Ananias, the high priest, commanded those close to Paul to slap him on the mouth. I mean, seriously, imagine like you're supposed to plead your case and already people are slapping. And then Paul, as I said, like verse 3 actually, like, yeah. You know, the fact that he's like, God will slap you, you whitewashed wall. What kind of judge are you breaking the law yourself by ordering me struck like that? And those standing near Paul like uh, said to him that, uh, that isn't is that a way to talk to God's high priest? And because Paul wasn't aware that that was the uh, the pre, the high priest, he quickly apologized and um and also went as far as saying, "Scriptures say, do not speak evil of anyone who rules over you." So this is something you know that I am you know posing to us as believers. How many people who are ruling over us do we speak evil of? You know, we, we look at, in terms of South Africa, we look at the president. How many of us speak evil of people who are ruling, you know, the country? How many people speak evil of the president and yet we still say we we praise God, we worship God, we are believers, right? How many people, even in school, how many people actually speak evil of their teachers, their principal, their even in church, how many people actually speak ill of their pastors, the people that they are, you know, submitting under? Like that's just it, this list goes further and further and further because this, 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 this scripture is actually quite relevant for Paul to even, you know, apologize here. Just shows us that it's something that we ought not to do. And now Paul looking at them and realizing that you know what, there's two groups. He noticed two groups, you know, in the members of the high council there. There were the Pharisees and the Sadducees there and the uh, Sadducees, like, you know, there and saying, and because he knew, he knew their history, he knew the law, he knew a way to divide their counsel, right? And to actually allow for things to work in his favor because he could tell that these people wanted blood, wanted his blood. So uh, the citizens are those who believe that there are no, there's no resurrection, there are no angels or spirits. But the Pharisees believe in all of these things, right? So in all that, as he's busy, you know, speaking to them and all that. 
a great clamor arose, you know, within that where they actually were now arguing and arguing in a sense that the others were pulling um, Paul the, uh, to the left, the others were pulling Paul to the right. Those agreeing with him were pulling him to the left, those disagreeing pulling him to the right or the other way around. I'm not sure what, what direction which were pulling which, but then he was being pulled by groups of people who are agreeing with him, saying that he is right. On the other side, there are people who are saying, I know this, this man, he is wrong. You know, and this continued, the shouting grew louder and louder. They were tugging, you know, from both sides, pulling him. And then the commander started fearing that these people would pull, would literally tear him apart. I'm currently thinking of, you know, when you have a marshmallow, right? And you pull it to, uh, you know, uh, to different sides. And then it it's just, uh, it, it it rips, it tears apart into two. So I think that, that like, that's the picture I get when I'm reading this. That, you know what, in all this, this is what happened. These people pulled him like literally pulling him, tugging along. Uh, it reminds me of that game, the tug war game, where you have to pull and the, the stronger team, they're going to have to fall to the other side, you know. So probably, the, probably that's what they were, they were, you know, yearning for. But yeah, I mean, we just continue soldiering on as we listen to Phil Sikome saying, do you want to grow your business sales? Do you know that you can advertise on Radio Puppet, Radio Puppet website, the Word for Today magazine, and the Word for You Today magazine at the ridiculously low prices? Yes, you can indeed. Radio Puppet, your daily companion, offers you the platform to grow your businesses at the best affordable prices. Simply contact me, Godfrey Moabi, on godfrey at radiopuppet.co.za or call me on 012-334-1265 and I'll tell you how. Remember, I've made it my business to grow your business. It's difficult to face the overwhelming pressures of life alone. Sometimes we just need someone to talk to, someone to listen to us. And what better way to do that than through a quick and easy WhatsApp text? Whether you're having a hard time coping with school, family issues, being bullied, depression or anxiety, speak to someone who cares today. Send a WhatsApp message to 064-530-6805 or 074-995-9085. Our I Am Youth Counseling team, Charles Toy and Danny Van Billy, are ready to connect with you today. Be doers of the word with 657 AM. Sounds of Life. Welcome back. And the two songs that I played you there. Firstly, I played you Mutobi CCM saying Senze Sukudumise. And before that, I played you a great song by Phil Sukumi saying Kinyaka Jesofela. You are still listening to The Morning Delight on Radio Pulpit 657am. My name is Rafilu and I'm with you till 5am with you right here Radio Pulpit, Kalna Park in Pretoria. Sunday mornings, Chile, we have literally welcomed winter. It's been here for a while now. And yeah, we, we're going to stand it. We're going to stand tall. Come rain or sunshine, we'll be here ministering, fellowshipping with you, family, speaking about the word of God and everything uh, that the word entails. 
So yeah, just speaking boldly about it and just engaging in so many things that have to do with the word of God, you know, looking at the the incident that is found in the the book of Acts. And you know, even with all the things that we've been um you know um reading, because Noah was just saying uh looking at verse ten, uh verse ten of the book of Acts, we're on chapter twenty three, when it says that the shouting grew louder and louder. And the men were tugging at Paul from both sides, pulling him this way and that. And, you know, we mentioned that it's more like a tug of war when you take marshmallow and just pull it to different sides. You know, and that, so on that very night, right, that night the, that this thing happened, because he was taken back to the fortress. So that night when it happened, the Lord appeared to Paul and said, Be encouraged, Paul. Just as you have told the people about me here in Jerusalem, you must preach the good news in Rome. So now he is uh, tasked with another, another, another story. So he's in Jerusalem and God is telling him he must preach the good news in Rome. He's like, for someone who uh, who has just gone through the most and went to Jerusalem and um, with all the prophecies that took place that he's going to, you know, he's going to uh, lose his life and be attacked in Jerusalem, the, all those things, you know, and all the commotion that's taking place right now. And with God coming in and telling him that you must preach the good news in Rome. He's in Jerusalem. God is telling him he must preach the good news, you know, in Rome. So how is he going to get to Rome? That's another thing. He has to get to Rome for him to be able to preach the good news in Rome. So apparently uh, we hear in verse 12 that, you know what, the next day there was a group. You know how people love to group themselves, hey? Especially after you feel like, you know what, there's so many uh like, you know, things are going well for someone and you are so jealous that you are tired of seeing them succeed and you feel like uh, things are going well for them. And in in instance, I'll just say, you know what, when the enemy sees your relationship with God getting stronger, when the enemy sees that, you know what, you're not moved by petty things anymore, that you have grown, you've grown like spiritually, even your, your, ment your, like, your mentality as well. Like, you know, you don't just go into arguments you don't just you know allow things to affect you like they used to you know you've 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 grown you know the enemy will come at you in all directions and in here we see that after they discover that you know what they can't do anything to Paul right so uh this is what they decided to do and we see this in um in verse 12, where it says that the next morning a group of Jews got together and bowed themselves with an oath to neither eat nor drink until they have had killed Paul. I mean, this is, this is witchcraft. Like literally for lack of a better word, I would just say this is witchcraft. How would you do, how, why would you decide someone's fate like this, someone's life? He's saying that for like this person, you are literally saying you will not eat nor drink. You'll literally be on a, on a fast just so someone can die. Just so you can kill someone. Like what kind of manner is it? You know for someone to decide. You know what. This I'm I'm not going to do this. I'm not going to do that. Until this person is dead. There is no way. Until this person is gone. There is no way I'm going to do this. There is no way I'm going to allow myself. Uh, to be here and you know. Uh, communicate with them until they are dead. Who thinks like that? Who says such things? You know this just shows us that you know what. There is a lot, you know, that we have to do as children of God. And as much as we would like, you know, to be better people, as much as you know, we would like to uh, try to, you know, find a way to, 
you know, communicate this issue better or even, you know, put it out better. We have to understand that, you know what, those people wanted Paul gone. They didn't want anything to do with him. They just wanted him gone because they felt like he was coming against, you know, um, their own plots. It was more of a liberating people type of situation than, than anything else. Let's listen to New Direction with Peace. Give your faith wings. Explore life with 657 AM. 657 AM. And this is still the morning delight on Radio Pulpit 657 AM. Still, you know, speaking on the word of God, you know, looking at the story of um, Paul and how, you know, what this people, like when people fail, People rejoice. Now, people look at you succeed. People looking at Paul, how Paul succeeded, how Paul uh, wasn't killed or even uh, prosecuted. They even gather themselves to make an oath. And this just shows you that people will gather in your life to make an oath. People can even go as far as saying that they will not drink nor eat until you are killed, until you are destroyed, until they see you fail. But in all that, keep pushing on. Keep believing in God. You know, worshipping him and just giving him all the glory and all the honor because he deserves it. He deserves all of it and yeah, nothing more. And it's 27 minutes after the hour uh, four and this is still the, the morning delight on Radio Pulpit AM 657. You can also catch us on DSTV Channel Audio 882. Also, stream us online on www.radiopulpit.co.za. You can also uh, download our app on the App Store or a Play Store for, for easier convenience. I believe for those technologically savvy, this is the great way to go. A great song there that we're listening to by New Direction saying, Peace. Hope you enjoyed that a melody right there. So with this, going back into the word, we just understand that, you know what? These are people who will do something, you know, and with that, let's see what God does after this. So it's telling us that there were more than 40 of them who made an oath not to eat, nor drink, right? So uh, it's saying that they went to the leading priests and other leaders and told them what they had done and the uh, and that they have bound themselves, you know, under an oath not to eat, nor drink until, you know, Paul has been killed and, uh, so they're saying that you and the high council should tell the commander to bring to bring Paul back to the council again. And um, they requested and you have to pretend, you know, to examine his case more fully and we will kill him on the way. So the plan is for them to kill Paul on his way there. You know that when on the way there, they will kill Paul and yeah, he'll be he'll be dead by then. So they're saying that Paul, uh, Paul's nephew heard of their plan and went to the fortress. So this is the beginning of God's word. Look at what God does, right? And went to the fortress and told Paul. And Paul called one of the officers and said, take this young man to the commander. He has something important to tell him. So with that, then the uh, Paul's nephew was taken to the commander. And so the nephew, we see it in verse 20, uh, told that some Jews are going to ask you to bring Paul before the Jewish high council tomorrow, pretending they want to get some information, but don't do it. There are more than 40 men hiding along the way, ready to jump him and kill him. And, you know, speaks of the vow. So verse 22, say, uh, the, the commander says, don't let us all know what you have told me. 
So it's like, you know what? Do not let anyone know what you've just shared with me. Thank you for your, for your, you know, your stories and stuff. So then now the commander comes up with uh, an alternative. It's like, you know what? This is what I'm going to do. And I don't think it's a commander. I think God placed that solution and that, you know, idea into the commander's uh, mind, right? Because he called two of his officers and ordered them, get 200 soldiers ready to leave uh, for Caesarea at 9 o'clock and take 200 spearmen and 70 horsemen, you know, start speaking of what they should do and then wrote a letter so that they should, um, they should take uh, Paul to Governor Felix, you know, all the stories and starts explaining and explaining. And verse 35 says that, um, uh, Felix says that, I will hear your case myself when your accusers arrive. The governor told him. Then the governor ordered him kept in the prison at Herod's headquarters. So we see here that, you know what, this man was, was like never planning, the, they were planning, literally planning the death of, um, of, of Paul, but we see how God intervened and how he ended up, you know, going to a certain place now instead of initially, you know, uh, staying where he was. So with this, we just see God moving and counteracting, you know, the plans of those who want us, you know, no more, who want us to suffer, who want us, you know, to be persecuted and all that. So we need to remember that in everything that we go through, God will always be on our side. God will have our back and there is nothing that we will go through that you know what that god will not god like literally god will make sure that all that we go through right he'll be there by our side and he'll ensure that we overcome he will ensure that you know what things happen to the best of his ability not only you know um our ability but he'll ensure that everything happens accordingly you know he says that he'll never leave us nor forsake us meaning that even in times when you think that god is not there god is there god is just sorting things out he's putting puzzles together he's sorting you out he's taking care of you god says that he'll never leave us nor forsake us it is our responsibility our sole duty to believe him you know to accept what he is saying and hold on to the word in all that he has said and yeah i believe you know what this is one of the things that are going to help us to become great people to become better people and to continue you know seeking god and glorifying him in all that we do let's listen to avante say to me and i hope you're going to enjoy this great song many people across south africa are being blessed and encouraged by the radio pulpit devotional magazine the word for today this publication places the gospel of jesus christ in the hands of more than 100,000 people every day inspiring every person from the professional businessman to the needy person who lives in the streets each edition contains daily scripture-based devotionals and inspiring articles to help you grow spiritually. The booklet is given with the compliments of Radio Pulpit, but your donation, large or small, will help us to print the next edition and continue being the hope of the gospel to a world in desperate need. The Word for Today. Get yours today on 012-334-1200 or subscribe online at www.radiopulpit.co.za. Radio Pulpit, your daily companion. The search continues for top quality South African Christian music. If you are a new artist or releasing a new CD, then send it to Radio Pulpit. For more information, please visit the Radio Pulpit website. That's www.radiopulpit.co.za or phone us during office hours 012-334-1200. Radio Pulpit, your daily companion. One vision, one voice. 
one message. Radio Pulpit, 657 AM and 729 Cape Pulpit, impacting lives from Gauteng to the Cape. Uh, welcome back. This is, of course, the morning delight. Radio Pulpit, AM 657. The song that I played you there was Kim Walker featuring Chris McLenny, uh saying on earth as it is in heaven. And um, I also played you Avante saying to me, Vuselelo. Hope you enjoy those two songs because this is where I leave it on for today. We'll be meeting again next week, same time, same place, uh, right here. The Morning Delight on Radio Pulpit, 6 or 7 a.m. on your daily companion. Remember this, uh, I'm with you from 3 to 5 a.m. Be together in the early hours of the morning. And um, yes, so next week we'll be focusing on, um, I think uh, the first hour we'll focus on the book of Acts and the second hour we'll be talking on uh, finances. What, uh, what, what, especially um, with what's been happening now, I believe finances is something that is quite uh, relevant and a lot of people will relate because uh, the, the already the country has an issue with, an, with the unemployment rate. And with that, we'll also be tackling um, how since the pandemic uh, started, you know, people losing their jobs, people being retrenched, people being forced to take unpaid leave, uh, people relying on UIFs that seemingly haven't paid out till now. So many, so many stories that are, you know, so many things that have been outlined that have been given, you know, certain tasks to to you know work along uh, a lot of you know incidences so with that being said i just wanted you know us to to keep that in mind that yes we'll still continue um about our stories about the book of acts and i believe before the end of june by mid-june we will be done actually yeah i strongly believe that by mid-june we will be done uh with our story our bible study uh in the book of acts yeah, I mean, June has like what the seventh of June, then the fourteenth, the twenty-first. Now, by the fourteenth of June, I think yeah, either it will be, it will be our last day of you know focusing on the Book of Acts, or we would have you know concluded by the seventh of June, uh, regarding the Book of Acts. So yes, next week we're gonna be continue speaking about it, and within the second hour of the show, then I'll just uh quickly move to uh the topic that we'll be speaking about uh finances with a lot of you know uncertainty that is taking place around over in this in this world right now so i think that's a good topic for us to actually tackle especially as christians how do you know continue you know still believing and holding on even with all that is happening around around you you know things that are affecting your family your children your parents you know a lot of things so yeah, that's what we will be focusing on in just uh a while so have a great time have a great day um all the bl- all the best blessings to you and your family from Mirafield and the radio pulpit family we love you and i hope you're gonna enjoy this great time enjoy your sunday and have a great week if you need prayer please send your request to Prayer at radiopulpit.co.za or WhatsApp 067-429-7564 or go to Radio Pulpit website on www. 
www.radiopulpit.co.za. You and 657 AM and Life, a winning team on the road to eternity.